Hey guys, we're back with another episode of Just Swinging It. It's your girl Osa. And your girl Idia. Welcome back. On day 1,984,264 days in day in um quarantine. What's up? Jesus Lord. This has been a long time coming. Girl. I mean, Not apparently they're supposed to open coming. it up. It's been though. a long time. I know. I'm over it. Uh, we are well. Like, we are well. Yeah, I think everyone's like, you know, just like really, really lax about it now. I don't think a lot of people are are as upset or scared or anxious mm-hmm. as they were before. And, you know, so that's good. There's some sort of improvement, which is great. <laughs> even, even though we're not getting enough answers. But shout out to Cuomo, though. He's doing an amazing job. No, he's honestly... Because I, I, I'll i be telling all you motherfuckers, shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he he opened the streets a little wider for y'all so y'all could walk and social distance. Y'all still don't listen, but, I mean, what do we know? Mm. Uh, but moving along. We're we, we not even going to talk about corona today. Let's move on. <laughs> mm. What's that, girl? Nothing. I'm just stressed. Hmm from Hi. all the projects that I'm doing, but I'm okay. almost done with them, so I don't care at this point. Everybody can kiss my ass. <laughs> Deuces. But besides that, <laughs> I am happy. I am blessed. Um, Didar is doing pretty well for this time, and I'm super grateful. And um, yeah, I'm just, I'm happy to be here. I am happy Girl, to be here. Blessed. We are blessed. Me too. Okay. Um, What's going on with you? Girl, nothing. Just, you know, when you're bored, you just start to do stuff that you didn't have time to do before. So we did some, quote unquote, like home improvement things just to kind of like. HGTV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> giving love it illicit teas. But just yeah. to kind of like make, you know, make the space more enjoyable mm-hmm. um, and bright. And that's really it. Like. I said 2020 is a year like I'm not like like I'm not compromising my mental health for anything and I think this was this was really good um this was actually really really good you know so I'm glad you found like some sort of like you know thing to channel your energy in at this time yeah. and like you said 2020 you're not trying to compromise on just you your being and like what you enjoy and it, it literally like if you just pick up one little project and again this is not a productivity you know contest. amazing or not yeah. contest you know mm-hmm. and re-sparking all the things in which you loved doing prior to like your life being super busy and mm-hmm. I just feel like it's so important for people to just find something that they love and just you know if it's that. a passion if it's just a hobby just you know keep going at it and Literally, like the saying goes, like clean space, clean mind. But like, literally, mm. like sometimes you have. I think all the time you should create your own space. You know, yeah. as far as like, you know, making it your sanctuary, and you want to, you look forward to coming home or going into your room or going to your kitchen or even going to your backyard and be like, oh my god, I did this. I can relax. I can chill. I yeah. can entertain. I can have fun. I can have me time and keep it cute. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. But you know, what can you do? But I wanted to talk to you about <laughs> insecure. What's tea? What's how do you feel about it? Last okay, so we're fil- we're recording this on Monday. So yesterday's episode was 
good for many reasons and mm-hmm. um, yeah <laughs> for one I would say I'm proud of Issa for sticking to something and you know really seeing it through and it mm-hmm. being it coming out amazing because like the block party looked great um it looked like Afropunk it looked like you know all the festivals that you go to granted that it was in sm- a smaller scale it was still mm-hmm. it was well put together like it was organized it looked great so I think Issa did well very surprised to see Nathan pop up um that oh. really threw me off um condola ghosting Issa not a fan of that um because mm. it's not even like a personal thing at that point it's more like you guys are literally working professionally together mm-hmm. on an event and you ghosting her is absolutely unprofessional and that is not okay um and then you know obviously the main scene <laughs> mm. that happened that was obviously really good and that's obviously something we should get into today um, yes. you know a, uh, kind of navigating friendships as adults you know especially if you have been friends for most of your life or you know a younger part of your life mm-hmm. like what what did you think of the episode um I I, I thoroughly enjoyed it um mm-hmm. I find that adult relationships are very difficult to navigate um mm-hmm. this just kind of even like even like kind of like pre-adult like 20 21. Even though you're an adult, you're still like kind of like learning yourself and all this other stuff. You a baby. Like I was telling um Osa um today about a situation where I had a friend, a ex friend who like she just secretly didn't like me and I and I did not know. Like I really I honestly and truly did not know. Like if I knew someone didn't like me, I wouldn't be letting them sleep in my house. I wouldn't be, you know, paying for their lunch because they needed it, you know, like they needed it, like any of that. But um, it's so crazy because some sometimes in friendships, like when one friend is doing something um, in the eyes of you and ideally like you're like, oh, that's like nothing. <laughs> you know, like I, I like to compare like like corporate, like corporate people. Um, versus creatives like I feel like honestly in my personal opinion I feel like a lot of people who are in like the corporate world who see numbers and stuff like that look at creatives like that's not a fucking job and I find that that is what Issa I mean Molly and Issa was going through because Issa had this like quote-unquote mediocre job where she was in the schools working for a not-for-profit and all of a sudden she found like something that she wants to do in her passion and Molly Mm -hmm. wasn't used to that Molly was used to being the person who got all the praises for you know getting a raise at her job or going to another firm and things of that nature so Mm -hmm. her friend to be like basically in hindsight coming on the same level as her I feel like it made her uncomfortable Mm -hmm. I feel like it's it's like one of those things like, oh, two people can't be on top. Um, and what we were talking about this earlier today, and I basically was saying that a lot of, and not just necessarily corporate jobs, because there are levels to corporate jobs, mm-hmm. but I will say like high access, high paying corporate jobs or professionals, um, I do believe that sometimes they do see themselves as like demigods amongst other people that may not be in the same pay grade or, you know, have the same experiences or even have the same network, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like Molly going, working at this, even if it's those are black firm, it's like, you know, they're still high power, high powered attorneys and her life kind of being on like this plan and she, you know, she stuck with it 
she's living her best life. She she enjoys the blessings of what she's worked hard for, which is great. Meanwhile, her friend Issa is necessarily didn't really follow the straight narrow path. Like her journey mm-hmm. hasn't been straight or not, you know one one way. It's it's been a, it's been a journey, and I think wow. like Molly kind of had this from what I assume like, I feel like Molly sort of had this friend savior comp like you know I'm the friend that you call when you need money when you're strapped when you, you need someone to crash you need you know things like that I'm the friend that literally saves you and I think the dynamic is obviously changing and Issa is finding her path Issa is you know tuning into her passions and she's really doing what she loves and I think Molly cannot stomach that because now Issa's because I feel like before Issa was a little immature to some extent, but now like Issa's really finding her footing and really doing her thing, and she's becoming mature. She's becoming a woman. She's actually working towards her goals. Granted, she's thirty something, but like she's mm-hmm. doing the damn thing. And I think because Molly does have this kind of like savior complex, like it's it's like damn, like who made who thought who told you you could do it? Like mm. that's that's the vibe mm. I get from her. Mm. So. It's 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 interesting. It's very interesting, and you know, even speaking to to your experience with your friend, um, ex friend, ex friend, ex friend, excuse me, (laughs) um, and that's a really messed up thing with friendship is that if it's one sided, if eventually time will tell, and you know, the truth will eventually come out, which is hurtful because if you are that type of friend who gives it 100% or you're all into it and then the other person is either not even they don't care or they're using you or it's one-sided blah blah blah. and then when the truth comes out it's like damn like we spent so much time together we did so many things together we were in each other's lives in this way Mm. and that way and then behind closed doors you your true intention was like you didn't even fuck with me Mm. (laughs) like to me to me that's one of the most scariest things because for one, like, if I'm entrusting you to have you around my space, to tell you certain things about my life, to have to even mm. have regular conversations, you know? That's being around my family. Being around my family, things like that. That's a big huh. deal to me. And then I think for someone to violate that, I think that's really messed up. And then also, like, external factors do play, a, you know, do play a part into how friendships do break up. Now, the, mm-hmm. the scene with Molly and um, Andrew and, you know, her being upset that he put her on. Well, you told Molly that you're not, I'm sorry, you told Issa that you're not going to help her. So Issa did what any person with sense would do mm-hmm. is figure it out, figure out a way to get what you want, you yep. know, and if it had to come through Nathan, it, it was what it was. And thankfully, the event was so successful. All the people saw who they wanted to see. And nobody had to complain. When Staples came, everything was cool. But mm-hmm. because you weren't my savior, you know, because you didn't provide what I needed, and I eventually did get it, now all of a sudden it's a problem. And then I remember Issa saying, like, if you fuck this relationship up, something to affect that, like, it's been, it's, you can't blame That's Issa. on you. It's mm-hmm. on you. And, and, that was so profound to me. Oh, wow. So maybe, like, Molly had blamed a lot of things on Issa or maybe, like, you know, her not being supportive or mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, you're in that situation. Issa's mm. not. She's only, like, a, a help, a friend, a, a support, you know? And that's it. Yeah. But I agree. I, I agree. Um, Because, to me, like, what, what, what I find happens is that Molly makes a lot of situations about her and they have nothing to do with her. Um, For example, her parents, like, you know, for me, it's like, 
you you turned your parents' situ- infidelity situation into you. It had nothing to do with you. What happens in your parents' relationship before you got before the children? Li- even even when children come, have nothing to has nothing to do with you. That's their relationship. If your mother chooses to stay, that's her fucking business. If your dad chooses to stay, that's his fucking business. This whole situation with Issa, like. It was an amazing event, and then you basically tried to turn it into something that it had nothing to do with. Like, you could have called her after the fact to voice your opinion and be like, hey, I didn't appreciate you going on my back. All right, cool. But at the actual event to cause a scene, it's not worth it. For what? Yeah. Like, it's, it's basically just showing me, like, who you really are, and that it's showing me, like, okay, well, that means you really didn't fuck with me, or, like, you really did not support this movement to begin with and like the way she was moving on previous episodes like moving mad salty um showing up to events like oh you bring in eggs that you know like that you having sex with to work for you like it was just too much it was just too much and i feel like Issa let that out at, at the um the last episode but y'all go ahead and tune in Stay I, I to say like a lot of the times amongst friendships like the, the keys are already there like the little the little jabs the little quote 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 unquote fun shit like you can be shady with your friend but like not to the point it's like really really hurtful and then like Mm -hmm. they you know they take a step back and they're like oh like damn was that real or was that funny like you know like what's the situation about but I'd be like girl like come on now you you know them shoes you gotta let them go but I'm not gonna be like girl who the fuck told you to get out put Mm -hmm. your shoes in these types of put your feet in these types of shoes you know you got fucked up toes like anybody wanna see no crawlers out here like there's levels to it and you know again it depends on your dynamic but I think like especially in this season like little little hints were given and again the advice I'm trying to basically say is you have to be very cognizant of what people are saying around you whether it's in jest Mm -hmm. or it's serious because like the saying goes in every bit of comedy there's an ounce of truth you know and um yeah like uh, people reveal their true colors one way or another and it's unfortunate because you've invested so much time with each other but you just Mm -hmm. have to be really really cautious of like what people are saying to you, how they're saying it. Because they could be like, oh, girl, you know, I'm just being fun playing. You know, I'm a comedian. You know how mm-hmm, I do mm-hmm. But in actuality, it's their real feelings, you know? So just be very careful what people are saying to you. <laughs> mm. Girl. But yeah, y'all go watch. I'm saying away. Secure. Can't wait for the next season. Next I mean, episode. <laughs> episode, yes. But let's move along to... I want to I talk about... Um, because I, I always voice to Osa and some other friends about how I feel about the internet and how I feel that the internet, um, like I'm a part of the internet, but not on that, like in that, in this um, aspect that I'm about to share. Like I find that, huh? More of like uh, the audience or would you consider yourself like a commentator? Um, I'm definitely an audience. I'm, I'm definitely okay. a part of the audience. I'm not a commentator. Like, yeah, we can commentate on like on like between you and I but like mm-hmm. to be like under the comments and like saying like mad disrespectful shit to people to like mm-hmm. hurt their feelings like actually hurt yep. their feelings and stuff like that I'm not I'm I'm not with that mm-hmm. um so recently the shade room had posted a picture of Adele and her um oh, on her birthday <laughs> and she had lost weight and stuff like that and because Adele was a was a thicker woman, right? Boom. Mm-hmm. 
And all I see underneath the photos were, um, like, to me, in my opinion, it just, it, it, it just, it makes me question, like, yo, are we, like, fat phobic? Like, are we uncomfortable with people's size, like, sizes? Like, are we uncomfortable with how people look? Like, do we really hate ourselves that much that, um, you know, we shame people for how they look and stuff like that? But long story short, like, people were just, like, praising the weight loss, and I'm just, like, I don't think she posted it for that, but mm-hmm. I feel that we praise mediocre shit, and it's, like, it, it just, for me, it just shows, like, y'all really didn't like her when she was, quote-unquote, fat. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't know what health issues that she's going through. We don't know what type of, um, because, uh, you know, re- recently she did get a divorce, like, re- from her ex-husband whatever like that we don't know what type of stress factor played into the rapid weight loss we don't we don't know but we're so comfortable with praising it because we don't like to see it we don't like to see fat people you know what i'm saying i don't know that's how i took it i was just like y'all niggas is y'all really like mediocre shit and it 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 shows like legit it shows Ugh. well when i saw it um i won't lie i definitely was taken aback because i'm used to adele looking a certain way yeah but ultimately like i think she's a very beautiful woman and i feel like she looks great both sizes and Mm -hmm. again to um to agree with what you just said before like we don't know what she's been through we don't know what she's currently going through that may have this could have been something she was just like you know what like i'm gonna get my sexy back mm-hmm, how are mm-hmm. you defined how are you defined sexy and you know or i'm just gonna do something different or i'm gonna change my life you know and mm. she, again we don't know the situation we don't know what made her get to this point but in that picture she looked happy like she's a she's a very pretty woman like even when she was bigger like i remember listening to chase and payments and i'm like well, who is this british girl that like really understands me at this 16 year old age and mm. i'm like she's mad pretty like you know, and yeah. we know Adele to be a great singer. We know her to be a great songwriter. We know her to produce really amazing music. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, I feel like the parallels of like, you know, with Lizzo and how, mm. but that's the thing, like, I feel Speak like if, um, Adele didn't really necessarily flaunt her body. And I mm-hmm. feel like that's one view of a certain type of body that we got. And then the other view of a certain type of body that we do get is Lizzo, who is embracing her body, who is all about body positivity. And mm-hmm. she's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'm thick. I'm big. I'm fat. Whatever you want to call me. But, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, niggas still want to fuck. Like, fat. your girl, your girl, <laughs> this, your mm-hmm. girl skinnier than me and she don't have as much confidence as I, as I do. And I mm-hmm. can literally walk into a basketball game with my ass hanging out and I'll still be that girl. And, you mm-hmm. know, again, this is all about, this is all back to um, each person's esteem you know like not everybody is as confident as sometimes they portray and yeah. not everybody is confident in their body like there's some mm. skinny girls who are very insecure there's some average bodies who are very insecure there are some bigger girls or bigger people who are very insecure and vice versa they're very secure in themselves mm-hmm. so you can't police other people for the the changes that they make in their life as long as it's a good change you know yeah yeah you know you can't you can't police people for the changes that they make in their lives and again being a celeb this is funny because I was actually talking about like you know public criticism and and being a public figure Mm -hmm. um like last week with with some friends and um you know like that's the unfortunate thing about being a public figure is the public scrutiny the public comments the blogs everyone having a comment to make everyone having an opinion on you and their lives and they don't know two cents about you 
and mm-hmm. it sucks, you know, because for one, we do know Adele to be a very private person. Like when she gave birth to her son, we didn't see her for like three years. Like word, Tony was and her son like and her son like eleven. You know, so yeah. Again, we we really do have to respect people because I I, I also try to emphasize empathy. You know, putting yourself in other people's shoes. How would you feel mm-hmm. if the whole world was writing comments, nasty stuff about you, or saying that you look better at this side? Yes, yes. That makes, you know that that that's a lot. Because there was like a mixture of it, and it's like. And, and like the other day you had um you had sent me a post with I think well I think it was yeah it was you it was you with um Malia and um Sasha oh Obama. Oh my god. And like just reading the comments of like how majority I mean th- this platform was more so for like um black people or whatever but the stuff that people were just saying about um the older sister I think her name I think well I forgot her name Malia yeah yeah like Sasha's- oh she's the younger one I don't know. The older one, whatever. No, I'm just saying Sasha's the younger one and Malia's the older oh, one. Oh, okay. So what they were saying about Malia, like basically comparing their looks, um, saying how, you know, how she was, she used to be the pretty one and now she's like the ugly one, long face. And it's just kind of like, we can't do nothing right. Like, it's like, we, we can't, like, you can't post your kids because people always nope. have, like, especially like these, select, like, I'm sorry, like, God forgive me, but a lot of us people of color, black people, <laughs> folk, people black color, folk, whatever, really <laughs> so we really do not like ourselves, like, down to the point where, like, you talk about kids with, like, like Blue Ivy, for example, oh my God, like, yep, yep. like, y'all don't let that little girl live, that, till this day, till this day, black child, like, Old. Don't know none of y'all got more money than all y'all can ever count, and y'all still always have something negative to say about a kid. I think we all agree that children were off limits. It, it, clearly, it's not when they're like celebrity kids. It's That's not. Ridiculous. That's why, I, like for me, it's just like I used to tell you, like people will always compare, like my sister, not about looks, but like more so about like style. Like, oh, like, uh, uh-uh, uh, Remy, like you know, like. Why you don't dress like... It's like, no. Like, we're different fucking people. Like, we're different right. people. Like, don't compare us. Like, we don't need that Um, whatever. I mean, we don't have that type of relationship where it's like, oh, I'm jealous. No. No. Thankfully, I'm, but you I'm know, so with, with especially with outside influence, that could definitely mess those relationships. Yeah. Relationships up, unless you have a very strong foundation and a very strong bond. I mean, but and, and I into, agree. That is, it is what it is. Sorry, I said if you're into what you're into. Like I'm into makeup. She's into basketball. She's into games and this and that. Like we're into two well, different saying, things. Like, you guys still have a very, very strong foundation as sisters, yeah. right? Yeah. So you, 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 you honor or you, you, you acknowledge your individuality. You acknowledge your different interests. But at the end of the day, y'all still sisters. So y'all gonna defend each other no matter what. Mm-hmm. Who cares who who likes what or who doesn't like what? We are one, two different people. We are two, like, embracing our individuality, and why can't you respect that? No one is, not everybody's cookie cutter. Like, people have to understand and embrace other people and their individuality. Like, people always want people to be cookie cutter, and that's not how the world works. Like, mm. everybody's different for a reason. And, yep. and, and, and it takes me back to, like, when I was in middle school and, you know, being bullied for being 
not necessarily being bullied, but like being teased for like being darker, you know, they'll like, we'll have a, a movie in school and um, they'll turn off the lights and they're like, oh my God, where's Osa? Where's like, you know, those stupid jokes. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I certain time, thankfully I am to have really good self-esteem, but you know, if that was someone else, who knows what they could have done. The way that bullying yeah. occurs in these, like, and people don't, people forget because like, we all have access to these celebrities somewhere, somehow. Like, at the end of the day, what you're doing is cyberbullying. <laughs> like, mm. you're a grown-ass bully. Like, yes. let's not forget yes. that part, right? Especially if you're a grown-ass Black woman who probably mm. has been through some sort of bullying or teasing from other pl- Black people like you. And then you go on online to comment on people that don't even know you exist. Mm. Speak on it, please. <laughs> like, to me, that is madness. Like, mm. that, like... Granted, I am one of those people that do comment on stuff. Like, if it's funny, I'll put, like, an emoji, I'll do a LOL, or I'll ask yeah. a question. But I never comment to the point of, like, you know, making someone hey, cool. feel bad about themselves or anything mm-hmm. like that. Like, to me, that is too much. That is too much. Like, because, for one, most of the people will, will not see it, so you're talking to a wall. <laughs> and, two, like, what what do you gain from doing that? You know, does that make you feel better? Does that make you sleep better at night? You know, does that make you feel better about yourself? Mm-hmm. In the, the day, you gotta look in the mirror. You still have to look in the mirror, and that's what a lot of people forget. You're on your phones twelve hours a day, mm-hmm. but when you go to the bathroom or when you when you look at your camera roll, you still have to look in the mirror. Yeah, <laughs> like yes. you're in your own yes. skin. Worry about you and worry yes. about you, whatever you gotta do to make your life better, and not people girl I don't even have nothing to say after that because bitch you said it like that's it like (laughs) legit that's it like that's it worry about your fucking self like worry about yourself Mm -hmm. worry about yourself I'm always sure I was that scout but um period we got all the the time in the world okay people so much effort into Blowing their edges back, like, oh my gosh, you'll be flourishing out here. But yeah, you want to okay. comment on a pic, a picture about a kid, of a kid, no sense, rubbish, or some bullshit. <sighs> but what can we but do anyway? <laughs> Milling along. Let's else, talk bro? about like the Karen slur. Mm. <laughs> okay. It's like levels. I think that <laughs> it's Becky, it's Karen, and I think. It's Susan as well. So depending okay. on the age you are, you like fall into different categories. So basically, like they co- they coined it the Karen slur. It's basically a slur, not a slur. It's basically a name in which you call a white woman, depending mm-hmm. on her age, what she's done, or whatever. So there've been multiple instances of when you know people have used that name. Like there was one time when the white woman had called the cops in Oakland, that Oakland park, because people Mm -hmm. were barbecuing and, you know, stuff like that. Or when people would get the, when people get the cops called on them, if they're selling lemonade in front of their homes and it'd be like, do you have a permit? I'm going to call the cops, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of white women have definitely been in uproar (laughs) about a lot of them aboard those names, but it's like, if the glove fits, then I guess we ain't going to quit. (laughs) listen like my thing is this we have us as black women and black men and black people in general we have a lot of names and I think what's happening is that um they cannot take a taste of their own medicine like if you like if that's how you feel own it like we be like bye Felicia it is what it is it's a it's a fucking like it's just a name because you're acting dumb 
<laughs> like if y'all had if y'all had these move <laughs> cultural uh, staple movies in y'all community, they would understand. <laughs> but I mean, I, whatever. I don't. I don't know who they would talk about. Elsa. <laughs> like I don't know. Like I don't. Not I don't Elsa. Know. I'm just I'm saying sorry. a name. I'll, uh, I'll still call you Becky, though, so please, please Yeah, be Becky with the good hair. Like, look, Beyonce gave y'all that. Take that. Like, it's not <laughs> that serious. Like, it's really not that deep. Like, no one's calling you a cracker. No one's calling you uh, a trailer trash or white trash. Like, it's all it's all fun and games until the shoe fits. That's it. Mm-hmm. If it apply, if it don't apply, let it fly. Like I know my name ain't Felicia, but sometimes you know what? Buy me Felicia. Buy Felicia me. Buy Felicia me. The fuck? Bye, Felicia. <laughs> Shit. Sometimes you know what? Sometimes when you petty and like you don't have nothing else to say, you know what? I'd rather you say bye Felicia than call me a bitch. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like well, I just feel like sometimes you know what? people also, just be people mad like, sensitive. Not only that, but like also like I feel like certain jokes work better in certain environments. Mm-hmm. Like if I say something amongst a group of non-black folk, unless they're really in tune with the culture, they won't get what I'm saying. Whereas when Agreed. I make Agreed. a joke in front of my my people, you know, they'll get it, they'll laugh, and you know, we'll keep it cute and we'll move on. But you know, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people can't take what they dish or dish what they take. But I forgot how the song the saying goes. But you know, like like you can't dish it, but you dish it, but you can't Let it fly. Hmm. If it don't. Fly, let it fly, baby. Exactly. <laughs> like we have more things to be worried about than being called. Well, let me not say that. It's gonna come <laughs> off insensitive because there are a lot of things that we should be worried about, um, in this climate especially. But if you're yeah. being called Karen or Becky or Susan or Martha, Martha Stewart, I mean that's Listen, that's goal. Me, anyway, I, I don't mind being called Martha. Okay. <laughs> I, yes, like, my, my out, I don't care. I'll own it. Fuck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, so I have a question. Out of it. What's up? Um. Well, how do you feel about people that like to argue instead of discussing? Like, like people that just like to argue, like just to win, like instead of discussing, like to understand, like like people that just feel like one their vers- their voices should be heard always so like mm-hmm. they literally just talk to be heard and not really like to really understand what's going on in the conversation lawyers <laughs> that's what i call mm-hmm. them well they get paid <laughs> to do that so yeah um <laughs> you know like for me i i can't like i i just can't argue with someone like that like like I just can't. Like I'll just end the whole thing, but and just walk away. Um, but I find that those are the people who just don't want to face the actual truth about themselves or about the situation. It doesn't necessarily have to be about them, but like or about the situation that they're discussing. Mm-hmm. So they like to just like over. It's those people who over talk and just like just try to you know have these quote unquote valid points. People have to remember just because you talk loud does not mean <laughs> that you are correct. Mm. It does not mean that you are correct. Like I don't get it. I don't know. Yeah. I agree. I think a lot of people are loud and proud and ro- loud and wrong. Um wrong and strong. I won't I won't I won't, I won't front like I do, like, sometimes when I am very passionate about something, like, I do got, I kind of get caught up in, like, 
the whole like the you know the louder you raise your voice the yeah, more yeah. people will listen to you mm-hmm. but then if you actually like take a step back and really assess the situation and listen to what people are saying like just don't listen to like respond listen to actually like internalize and really yes. try to understand what's being said and then sometimes you do engage in conversations where you can tell nobody know what they're talking about so you just you just be quiet because you don't got nothing mm. to say because obviously this is below my iq grade so <laughs> um, <laughs> but like when and, and that's the thing like when i like ugh, i don't know how to describe it but like when i'm in conversations like especially like with my boyfriend like he i think he's super intelligent and like we'll get into a conversation about pretty much anything and I'm not saying like I will try to like navigate the situation, not navigate the conversation to be in my favor, but like I'll probably use like another point to sort of justify what I'm saying, mm-hmm. but it doesn't really relate to what we're talking about. So it's like, mm. okay, maybe. But do you catch you it have a valid then point or later? No, it's like, I think I catch it later because he calls me out on it and he'll be like, you're being intellectually dishonest. Ooh. Like what you're saying is true what you're saying is correct it's actually factual but as far as this conversation goes it's not really relevant and some mm. do that to defend ourselves and so you know to make the conversation go in our favor because yes. we want to win like who doesn't who who wants to lose i don't want the l like keep the l you can keep the l i want to win I know. so um you know there's different ways of like people trying to like kind of not really really understand the conversation more so like they're trying to make it go in their favor rather Mm -hmm. than just really taking that L and being like okay you know what I'm wrong or I don't know much about this to actually have a Mm -hmm. conversation about it and sometimes there's nothing wrong with really sitting back and listening I feel like you learn the most and people that acknowledge the fact that they don't know everything are the Mm -hmm. people that pretty much not that they know everything but they they learn the most Yes, I agree. Know that they don't know everything, and they are they're willing to learn everything. So. Yeah, like like yeah. I'm. I feel like I'm. I can be one of those people. I, I mean, I kind of used to be the other that other person who was just like, nah, like you're not about to attack me, and like everything is just an attack. Right. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not like that. I'm not that girl anymore. But I mean, you know, it happens. Sometimes it's like arguing, like, like, we have to be fair, right? Arguing for some people are, it's a very uncomfortable state to be in. Like, it's like, you, you like, you just want to say anything just to make the situation okay. And so that the conversation will be over. And so that you could just move on. Because sometimes like, I guess we arguing, you just be like, oh, can we just like, like what the you know like you just start to like just over over talk overtake the conference everything and it's just like it it's just too or much. Like, then you actually like get to the end of the conversation you're like what are we really arguing about? <laughs> like what is this really about? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, how was Mother's Day for you? Ah, uh, Mother's Day for me? No, for me. Oh, of course for you. <laughs> I'm done. Um. <laughs> Mother's Day for me was chill. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I feel like every Mother's Day is going to be very, um, you know, interesting and in, in, to say the least in, in, in my situation. Um, you know, just dealing with like loss of a child and things of that nature. Um, yeah. It doesn't make it easy, but, you know, when you have a, <laughs> a rambunctious, uh, almost two-year-old toddler, like she really got me together yesterday, and you know, picked my chin up a bit. And I feel like I feel like also too, um, 
you know, kids, kids read your energy. So yeah. it, it definitely helped like, um, a lot, but it was good. It was calm. I had some, um, what did I, oh, what did I have? <laughs> I had some Mexican food. <laughs> Yes, it was cute. It was cute. A little smoothie. Uh, It was calm. It was calm. And then we went to go, we did a little drive by to my mom's house, do some social distance uh, Mother's Day. (laughs) But it was cool. It was calm. Yeah, but you know what? And and I wanted to say, like, huh? This whole, you know, social distance thing. Yeah. It's difficult. That's the thing that sucks. Yeah. Because, like, I wanted to go out, you know, and other places I wanted to order food from for like my mom and I, but they were on the, the delivery apps. They was closed. They was with their families. Mm. You know, I'm glad that everybody kind of got some time to yeah. spend with their family compared to a lot of the years that everyone is usually doing something else or yes. at work or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I turned it. I mean, for me, like this whole quarantine just turned me into a DIY queen. So, <laughs> like, you know, edible arrangements will not be getting my coins anymore. Um, so I just made my mom some chocolate covered strawberries and just Aww. yeah, and that was it. Like it was just calm. Like it was really calm. It was really calm though. Yeah, you obviously gotta make the best of it. And like, yeah, like you said, if you want DIY, just find something to do and and have fun. I agree. I agree. Um, I have a question for you, though. Oh, um, <laughs> it's about to rain. Ooh. I know, that's, why I'm, I that's why I'm yawning. I'm like, what the hell? So, do you find, like, your adult relationships to be more difficult um, than when you were younger? Um... Like, do you feel like you have to nourish them more, water them a little bit more, like stuff like that? Okay, let me speak for like current, present day. As of now, like I do try my best to like reach out to my friends and you know make sure that they're good in the time that we're in. Um, mm-hmm. I do agree that you you kind of I don't want to say you have to make more of an effort, but because everyone is so busy in their lives, like mm-hmm. you're obviously not going to be talking every day on the phone. You're not going to be linking up every day, so. I think the moments in which you do get to spend time with each other, like you really make the best out of it. Mm. Um, Like for example, my goddaughter's mom, Imani, she doesn't live, she lives in New York, but she doesn't live in like New York city. And um, you know, like when she comes down to the city to see her family, we usually link, but we took a trip in February and Mm -hmm. like, again, she's a mom, you know, she's working, she's busy. We can't be on the phone every day, but the time in which we did get to spend with each other, like, it was just like back to normal like it, nothing changed you mm-hmm. know like you know so I think I don't want to say like you gotta be like on the plant watering it every single morning but I do think mm-hmm. you have mm-hmm. to um you do have to be, be a little bit more cautious I think as kids we were we were very carefree I think when we got to high school we kind of were a little bit more like okay I don't really like this person and I don't want to mm-hmm. hang out with people like that you're a little bit more like cautious of who you wanted to hang out with um, but, you know, from zero to about 12, 13, 14, like, you are kind of, like, you know, you go with the flow. You hang out with as much people as you can. Mm-hmm. And I do think that it is important as an adult to be very um, intentional about your friendships. Mm. Mm. Um, Speak on it. <laughs> 
No, I think it's important to be very intentional about your friendships because, and not not for the mere fact of like you're trying to get something out of them, but just the people that are around you and surround you. You want them to be positive. You want them to be funny. You want them to, you know, obviously share the same interests as much as you both can. But just, you know, even if it's, I don't know, I, I think I feel like at this point in my life, I just need people that like are better than me in certain in certain aspects of their lives because not only is it inspirational but it's like we're all go we're all doing great things in different parts of our lives yeah um so yeah I think it's very important to be very intentional I think that's what I would use it's it's intention not necessarily like water because again everybody's lives are so busy so you can't really be like on each other's you know back every single day and I think when you do have conversations and when you do link up like you know make the best of it um yeah, I hope I answered your question. I feel like I was going around in circles. No, you answered it. I think um, I agree with you. Um, yeah. I feel the same way. Um, I don't know. Like, sometimes it's like I feel that um, people, when you're, like, an adult, like, adult, like, your adult relationships, a lot of, like, you know, the other, sometimes other parties. Um, hello? I can hear you hear me okay um sometimes the other party doesn't um, embrace the change if you know what I mean yeah um either it'd be like a shift of like you know someone getting a new job and you know they don't work in retail anymore so their hours are just a little bit longer um, they can't text as much. They can't call as much. They become a new mom or um, they move to another state or another country. I find that there are people who just don't know how to deal with it. So yeah. because they don't know how to deal with it, they basically just drift apart and drift away. And I and I, I don't like that. Like, I really do not like that. Um, it's It's unfortunate, but it's just like... Why can't we make this work? You would make it work with a man. Why can't you make it work with Ooh. me? Who's like your, you know what I mean? Like, you ain't fucking your friend. Like, no, I know, no, I but you know what I mean? Like, shit, you can't fuck, you can't fuck that man every day either if he live in another state. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there's more to relationship. There's a, there's more to relationships than um, sexual intimacy. You feel me? Or whatever. So it's just like, even if it's just like. I don't know, making efforts to 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 text in between to see how someone's doing or to link up on on, a, on every you know every other few weekends or so just to see how people are doing. I don't know. I just feel like adult yeah. relationships that people are just not really they don't really know how to to deal with them um, effectively. But you know, but I also sure. think it goes back to the conversation we were having earlier. Of, you know are people genuinely your friend and are they willing to, and with every sort of relationship, whether it's friendship, familial or romantic, there is some sort of sacrifice that has to be applied, unfortunately. Um, And Mm -hmm. I think some are not, some people are not willing to, you know, make that sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And it's not like you're sacrificing something that's so big. It could be like the smallest, minial, you know, minute thing. And I don't think a lot of people are ready to do that. And, you know, to kind of um, pick what you were saying about, like, you'll pick your man or your girl over our friendship. 
that I feel like that's also another part of life too. Like that's another stage of life. And sometimes certain relationships get put up, get put on the back burner because mm-hmm. of a new relationship in which they're in. Um, and to kind of tie it to Condola and um, Issa, they were forming this relationship and um, Molly kind of got affected because mm. Molly, you know, Issa was Molly's good Judy and vice versa. And now all of a sudden there's this new person who's actually never been introduced to the group and mm-hmm. y'all are like really vibing and, you know, there's some sort of form of jealousy so that that's one reason I think a lot of people kind of you know stay away from each other as that as in, in in that regard um I don't know I just feel like if people genuinely want to be a friend they will do it and mm-hmm. also people not, need to stop being like so obsessed with like their friends not hitting them up because last time I checked you also have a phone mm-hmm. you also have access to them on social media you mm-hmm. watch their stories they watch your stories Facts. vice versa so if you feel like you know one of your friends isn't really like hitting you up as a make the effort and do so mm-hmm. hit them up now if you know if after you hit them up you have a concert like girl where you been now come on like why you don't hit me up and she's like oh my god i've been so busy i've been doing mm-hmm. this blah, blah. i promise i'll do better whatever cool you guys make an agreement but you feel like it's being one-sided then I I believe in keeping the same energy until people mm. realize what's going on. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you feel like the friendship is being one-sided or if you feel like you're putting so much into it and you're not getting anything back from it, yeah. then you can either have a conversation or you could just let things kind of like die out and just really fizzle out and fade mm. out because not everybody's supposed to be in your life all throughout. And that's something we also have to learn too, that a lot of people temporary in our lives. Yeah. A lot of like no nothing and nobody is promised. Nothing mm-hmm. and nobody is promised in this life. So um I think the quicker we realize that, the more we'll able to like it'll hurt. Don't get me wrong. It's not like you just dust it off and you keep it moving. Of course it'll be hurtful. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know you just gotta you just gotta put your best foot face forward and yeah. really just and if it's something and that's the thing too, a lot of people are one sided about how they feel about friendships. So you to you, you're like, oh, like, I thought we were good. But in reality, somebody else is like, no, we weren't. This is what happened. And blah, 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 blah. That's how, yeah. we, how am I supposed to know that if we never, if we don't have a conversation? <laughs> how am I supposed to know that if you don't breathe? Mm. And also, mm. so some friends can't handle the truth. So don't ask me for my opinion. And I'll tell you my opinion. And you'd be like, oh, blah, blah, blah. shut the fuck up. The ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> I'm weak. <laughs> you said that girl i agree i agree i ain't dealing with that in 2020 you know so kiss my ass ass. just just be just be real y'all i I feel like Mm -hmm. it doesn't hurt to be honest like it really does not do you get whatever outcome you get and you keep it moving that's it and that sounds like um just winging it to me oh just winging (laughs) <laughs> yes Honestly. everyone um enjoy the rest of y'all week yes stay sane take a walk wash your ducky mm-hmm. hands and your ass yeah yeah take a shower i mean you don't you know i don't you don't gotta shower every day but like, i mean i do but i mean it'll be nice <laughs> yeah, you know. it'll, be ni- it'll be nice if you did <laughs> do some laundry <laughs> yes okay read a book read a- i'm actually reading this beauty do book so. that my friend got me um called? called 
It's called Palette. It's a beauty book for black women. Um, Ooh, it's yeah, actually by a Nigerian. Yeah, it's by a Nigerian author. Um, yeah, it's called. Hold on, let me just give you the correct full. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Come on, close book because it's an ebook, so I'm like. Oh, <laughs> I'm like trying to get the cover. Um, but yeah, it's called Palette. It's really good. It's by her, her name is Fumi. Um, it's basically just like tips and tricks for women of color. You know, it's nothing wrong with having a book for us. You know, because you know the other sometimes people get mad offended that that you know they get offended that that things aren't for them or doesn't include now, them. It's, it's, Conrad it's, has written it's all the beauty books already. Relax. <laughs> Word. She Y'all got enough. And beauty, it's cute. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, let's let's have it. It's good though. I'm gonna take a look at. I'm not a fan of ebooks. I like the physical copies. So hopefully she has that. <laughs> but you know what I do like about like the ebook thing. Like if you have like a goal. So like my goal is like to read like 20 minutes a day. Um, I didn't read today, but I will read after this. Um, <laughs> and there's like a timer, and it tells you, oh, you reached your goal. Like you reached your 20 minute goal today of reading. So mm-hmm. I'm actually happy about that. So I'm gonna um. I'm gonna keep y'all updated, but I've uh, yeah, it's, uh, I, it's definitely gonna make me buy mad shit though. But oh my god, oh things I feel like I need, I don't need, <laughs> but it's all good. The horses have their sale too, child. We don't need to spend no money. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, guys. But um, as Idiot but, said, I hope you guys are staying safe. Um, I know a lot of our cities and states are opening up. Um, just be safe follow the six foot distance thing and please adhere to that because I have been on many of lines and motherfuckers be right behind me mm. back up give me some space six We're feet all please gonna get into this place please be- give me some space please Carisha please mm. Carisha please <laughs> yes but yes. other than that <laughs> that was just Later. Bye. Bye, guys. Stay safe. Yes. Peace.